Blog Talk Radio. Oh, 
Well, I, I am a loud person, so. <laughs> no, no, no. The, you, you are not loud as in bad, loud as in good. <laughs> no, I know it's good. Good. I meant good also. <laughs> okay. okay. Thanks, Ellen. <laughs> So this is what we are going to do. Like I've said, Chisoma, you wear a number of hats on you, and we'll try to touch on each aspect of your responsibilities and the things you do. Uh, let's begin from here. You retired from a successful career, uh, which you refer to as, and I quote, became like a chore to work uh, during your interview with Mr. Mutubila. Uh, to pursue your passion for fashion and design. I would like you to share with us that transition. How did you navigate that transition? So you see, I won't go into much detail about mm. what happened because this is a very broad topic because we're dealing with a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but I'd like to talk about the steps uh, that are the steps that have have been taken through in life to get to where I am right now. So, uh, of course, I'm a chartered accountant. I was, a, I was um, heading a finance department, but um, so for me, there was no passion attached to that. Mm. Uh, I felt like there was something else that I was created for. I felt empty. Though I was rising in the ranks, I still felt empty. So then I, I went on a soul search and, um, and found and discovered something that was already there, but I didn't even know that it is, it is a passion. So um, I got tired of working. It became a chore. I started looking forward to Friday, and for me that was a problem. So I was thinking, am I, going to, am I going to do this for the rest of my life? And I started counting my retirement. I mean, when am I going to retire? Is this what I'm going to do? So I needed, I needed purpose. You know, mm. so I, I went in, in a process for purpose until I found uh, fashion as my passion. And this I could do without even blinking. This I could do without even thinking. This I could do the whole night. I couldn't do uh, double entry the whole night. Once it's five o'clock, my books are shut and I'm home and you're not going to give me more work. You understand? But with fashion, mm. I, 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 it was something I was, it was like my oxygen. Okay. So, but the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is when I discovered fashion, all the doors opened. And fashion is not something I am qualified to do. Fashion is something that is in my soul. So mm. I do fashion for my soul. Uh, and the moment I discovered that which is from the soul is when all the doors opened for me. Because it is only that which is from your soul that touches people's lives. So doors That's opened. Uh, I went to international fashion shows. I was called, even not as a designer, but I was called to talk in corporate uh, organizations, banks, city banks, Sandbank, and all those. And these are platforms I never had before when I was a whole finance director. Mm -hmm. so I was given a platform as a non-qualified non fashion designer that I didn't have in my, in my profession where I was qualified. Uh, th that is the crazy part of it. But you see, mm -hmm. so when I discovered my passion, so passion, I'm all over the world, I could live like this for the rest of my life, I would have loved to, but um, then God opens me to another, another sphere, and I'm thinking, Lord, what is this that you're opening me to? And then he explains to me that your passion is the fuel to your destiny. It's not your destiny, but the fuel mm. to your destiny. Your destiny is when you're able to touch lives. So my, my passion is only a platform. A platform where people are able to say, oh, we know her. 
you know. And people don't understand that. People don't understand that the platform has been given to them so that you're able to impact life. Life. You don't end on passion. You end on impacting lives. Hmm. That's true. And, and you see, you, you are speaking to the heart of a lot of people listening uh, this morning, afternoon, evening, wherever everybody is tuned in. Uh, that passion is, is what everybody is trying to find, and we find ourselves in, in some sort of confusion as we navigate life. However, like you said, there are, lot, there are a lot of things we need to... I just want you to touch on a little bit of something on um, the fashion industry in Zambia. How, how has the fashion industry grown in Zambia? How broad is the market? Because I tend to see that there's a lot of competition from imported stuff. No, actually, there, the, the market has grown so much uh, in Zambia, and you see a lot of designers that are being exposed internationally. Uh, mm. So there's so much coming in from, from other markets. But you see, people have become more personalized. They would rather have their own brand, you know, because you are a brand as a person. So most of the people that come, and which is more people than, 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 than the other people, is that they want their, to, to be a brand themselves. So you find that we have so many events, but almost everyone has their own design that, that was created right here in Zambia. So the competition is very wide because also people have, have gotten, uh, uh, have started appreciating the African fabric as well. I, I love African fabric. I love, uh, I love a conundrum of fabric. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so people have bought into this African uh, um, material and palette. Mm, excellent. Where, where do you get the fabric from? Because as far as my memory serves me, Kafue Textiles, may, uh, you can uh, enlighten us on this. Kafue Textiles and Mulungushi Textiles are non-operational. The, in fact, when you, you know, when you talk about textiles, it's another topic because the, most of the textiles <laughs> in the whole of Africa are closed yeah. down. And that's one wow. of the one of the one of the um, I was appointed to be the, the uh, textile ambassador to Zambia by the African Union, and uh, under the Africa Fashion Reception, uh, where we're supposed to help the, the, the textile industry and and reopen them because most 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 of them on the African continent are closed because of the cost of labor uh, and the cost associated with with these industries. Because mm-hmm. of the same comparison, if you look at uh, if you look at China, it's cheaper to create to, to buy from China than to create it in, to create a fabric in your own country. So we're trying to come up with a, with ways of, of reducing the labor cost. But there's a fight between the policies of countries and and uh, and uh, and trying to reduce the rates, especially labor rates, because mm-hmm. you know we have a minimum wage in Zambia, but you can't you can't reduce people's wages. Yeah, challenge. If challenge. Ethiopia, on the other hand. Are really managing that, but uh, we're making do with the same imported fabric. Uh, there's a lot of fabrics. There are a few factories uh, mm-hmm. on the African continent, but they're also struggling. My goodness, yeah, we have had a discussion about how it could be cheaper Lombe, uh, to 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 what to to import fish from China than to to buy fish from Mongo or from Wapula. I mean that I I still. It blows my mind. But like you have said, there are so many topics here for another day. We're glad that we have you and we can arrange yes. to discuss other things. Let's switch topics here and move to your role as 
chair, vice chairperson for Zambia Development Agency. And let, let, let's address issues concerning the opportunities that are available to those of us living in the diaspora. Um, the, the diaspora, as we definitely contribute in several ways, in form of family support, school fees, medical bills, and in some cases, even pay rentals. How do we go beyond these family responsibilities, Ms. Lombe, to income generation and job creation ventures? So um, I think when I talk about my role, in, in fact, uh, what opened my eyes to, to the needs of the Zambian people is when I joined uh, the Zambia Development Agency as the board director. So it opened my eyes to so many opportunities and, you know, things have happened so fast. Like, I'm seeing these opportunities. I'm seeing the, uh, areas where we need to develop as Zambians. And I'm trying to look at the seventh national development plan to see how far we've come as Zambia. Are we making progress? How, how much are we doing as Zambians? And, and one of, one of, the, one of the, um, the things that, for me, that touched me is that as Zambia, we've only done 4% in terms of export as a country uh, in the seventh national development plan. So 4%, uh, so for me, the thought is, so what can we do as Zambians? So it is mm. a thought like that that made me um, uh, uh, come up with my Zambia, my responsibility. My Zambia, my responsibility is a movement where we're saying, uh, at which yes. point, at which platform are we as Zambians able to hold hands and say, on this place, I am not in a political party, I'm not in a tribe, I'm not in, a, in, in any race, but I am just a Zambian. And, and, and I noticed that this, it, it became, these little, little, little groupings became, were becoming stronger and stronger, and, and it's like they were unbreakable. There was tribalism, there was all these political parties fighting. But wait a minute, were Zambians first? Are we able to have shared values as Zambians? Am I able to, to defend you, Nathan, as my brother, mm -hmm. and say, it doesn't matter what political party you belong to, it doesn't matter what tribe you belong to, but you are my brother, and I'll defend you from an outsider. What we've been having is where I'm able to attack you using people from outside. So we've been taken advantage of as Zambians. So my Zambia, my responsibility, we're saying, let's hold hands as Zambians and develop Zambia. My Zambia, my responsibility, we're saying, you, Nathan, are not more responsibility for this country than I am. Yes, we, ha we have people who are in certain positions, but believe you me, whether we like it or not, no matter how painful it may be, a minister is not more responsibility for Zambia than I am as a Zambian citizen. There's what I need to do, there's what they need to do. It may be bigger, mm -hmm. it may be smaller, it doesn't matter. But what is my role as a Zambian? Mm. So, uh, so, Nathan, you talked about the Zambia Development Agency uh, and what it can provide. But first, um, I need to... I need to just go to that. But I'd like to talk more about my Zambia and my responsibility before I get to ZDA. Okay, okay. Yes, we can do that. So let, 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 let's zero in into that. So you have broken it down to say, I like the phrase, Roger, that she uses, or what you use, little groupings. And those little groupings have really alienated us in such a way that it's not healthy for our country. It's not healthy even at individual level. It's not healthy in any sense or any respect. Let me just say, Miss, it's just not healthy, okay? So, not at all. How do, yes. 
it's not healthy. So how, how, how do we get beyond these small little groups and begin to look at the bigger picture that we have a country here that needs each person's input, whether I'm a farmer, whether I'm an engineer, whether I'm a lawyer, whatever I am, this country needs me beyond my political convictions or affiliations. Like you have said, little groupings. How do we get beyond these little groupings? And you see, um, you see, going forward as a country, we are going to only, we are only going to make progress when we're able to work together as Zambians. And what I've seen as a strength of those who are coming from outside, imagine farmers come from outside the country mm-hmm. and they start determining the price of meat. Why would they do that? What is it that would make them do that? What is it that would give them the nerve to do that? It is because they, they, they come into this country and they hold hands and they become stronger than the Zambian who wants to operate alone. And we have been, we've gotten used as Zambians to operating uh, as individuals in, in silos. So, so go, going forward as Zambians, we need to change our mindset and say, so how, how am I going to make progress? And I've been giving an example. Of, for instance, one of the things that I was agitated by, I don't know if you heard about it, where there was a gold mine that was sold, gold mine that was sold yeah, to someone yes. from outside, some company. Mm. And people were saying, why are the government doing this? Why are the government doing this? So, so the question is, okay, you as a Zambian, you as Nathan, who has stopped you from getting a, a gold mine? Did anyone stop you from getting it? I, I personally have gotten, have bought, have, have gotten a, a license for a, a, a large-scale mine before. I just didn't have enough funds to develop it. But you can go and apply for a mine and you'll be given. I was just a, a simple Zambian, and I got it. So have you ever made an effort to try and go and get a gold mine? And another thing, you, you, there are so many Rwandese who are, here, who are they are so disciplined. They, 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 get, they, they, uh, they, they have their stores and they sell goods to the Zambian people. And people are complaining, no, they need to stop. So when they stop, you as a Zambian, are you going, now going to take over? Or even if they don't stop, who has stopped you from, t- from taking your space? So it is this kind of mindset that I, I thought, no, this is a very, very dangerous mindset. Zambians mm. need, need to wake up and stop having a, an entitlement mentality and stop being, um, thinking that um, when one is put down, that's the only way you're going to be pulled up. There's so much opportunity in the country. There's so much opportunity that, that, that is happening. So now, and I give an example of, of young, uh, so, so young kids in, um, a university uh, kids in Uganda who came together and put little, little money in a little box. And they've come, they've opened a chain store in Uganda. That is a way forward for the country. That is a way forward for the country. Believe you me, these mines that are here in Zambia, they are owned by teachers. They, are owned, they, they come here and, and you think, oh my God, all I want is a job. But do you know who owns those, those shares? It's just ordinary people. It's just uh, teachers. So when are we ever going to come back? That's why we're saying this, my Zambia, my, my responsibility, is a platform where we're saying, okay, let's hold hands as Zambians and let's do something about the country. I, as an individual, am not able to do it because I don't have the resources, but together we're going to do it and be the voice that we need to be. Otherwise, voices will be coming from outside and they'll be determining how Zambia should go. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because here's some of the things that uh, I'm sure you've heard these, I'll call them excuses or challenges, whichever word one chooses to use. Is it the issue of lack of funding or financing 
or like you've used the expression that we prefer or we are inclined to looking for a job rather than owning something. So some people will argue with you, uh, Chisoma, and say, well, I would like to have a gold mine, but where do I get the finances from or the funding to operate that gold mine to start? Yes, and, and that's why I'm saying moving forward, there's limited resources that I am not able to own a gold mine. But mm. if I put whatever it is that I have, in fact, a gold mine is, 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 is too much of a, is, is too big. Let it, let's even talk about a store. For instance, there was um, Food Lovers. Food Lovers is, is a South African store that sells vegetables. Mm-hmm. Okay? Surely, it, it sells vegetables. Surely, and it's closed, by the way. Uh, it's closed recently because of COVID or something. But surely, we grow so many vegetables in Zambia, and most of these vegetables were obtained right here in Zambia. Are you telling me that 20 or 100, of, 100 people, 100 of us, can't put money together and open a, a food lover? We are sad that it's gone, and we, we, can't, we, we think we can't even uh, manage a store like that. It's not rocket science, but what it is is moving forward. It is about working together. I, I agree. We, when it comes to resources, I agree. That's why the, the, the strategy is that we need to work together. And we're working right now with Africa Directions. We have, a, we have a, a, an agreement. Africa Directions have been working uh, a lot with the youth, a lot with battered women in the, in, the, in the rural areas as well, empowering uh, young people, empowering uh, men. And they have a huge database of people. So we're, we're, we, we, ha- we, have, we have started forming cooperatives. And we aim to form about 100,000 cooperatives of 30, 30 people each who, have, who are like-minded in terms of skill to come together, put their resources together, and, and come up with something. And the way we're doing it is we're going to be doing capacity building to each of these cooperatives because my Zambia, my responsibility is about, it's about skills, skills training because we want to give people the skills, the right skills that they need because it is a skill that will empower you and move you, because it is all about sustainability. I don't believe, and Africa Directions don't believe in, in, in handouts. I've worked in the NGO uh, sector for a very long time to understand that anything that is given for free has no value. So what we're trying, the condition for, this, for these cooperatives is that they have to come up with the funding themselves, amongst themselves, within themselves. They come up with the funding, they start operating, and only then can someone come in and buy shares. So you come in as a partner. If you are from the diaspora, you come in as a partner and, 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 and you buy your shares. So we're going to be training them in, a, in how to run their cooperatives in terms of administration, in terms of finances, and, uh, and, and we're going to also link them up to, the, to the, 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 a lot of empowerment programs that, are, that some of them I'll talk about when I talk, to, when I talk about ZDA. There's so many empowerment programs that Zambians don't know. Uh, some, you, people don't want to read about it, and that's what we're saying. As a Zambian citizen, do you even know what, what you're entitled to as a citizen? Do you even know what rights you have as a citizen? Nobody is going to tell you. Don't say, no, but we haven't been told. So who suffers? If you complain, who's going to suffer? It's you who's going to suffer. Find out what, what your rights are as a citizen. Mm, excellent, excellent. Those of you that are joining us, you are listening to Zambia Block Talk Radio. This is our very first show in the year 2021. And our guest this morning is Chisoma Lombe. She's the founder of My Zambia, My Responsibility uh, Movement. Those of you that have called in to the show today, 
If you wish to ask a question or make a comment, please press one on your phone keypad so that I know that you'd like to ask uh, Tisoma a question. Uh, as we continue our discussion, one of the things which is very strong in us as a people embedded in us, uh, like I've said, you've already used the group, the, the term or phrase, little groupings. How are you dealing with the issue of getting beyond uh, political affiliations and we begin to think as citizens? And have you, haven't, have, have you had any people saying they suspect some hidden agenda about the whole movement of my Zambia, my responsibility? Yes, in fact, um, it, was, it was crazy when we were doing the launch two weeks ago. There were so many rumors that were going on. The opposition was saying, no, they're, they're a, fr a, a front or a back, I don't know, something like that. And the people in the ruling party were asking, so who is funding them? <laughs> so, I but like you see, it's because the, the only conversation that you have in this country is, is politics, because that's all there is. Because people that's are waiting it. for politicians. And that's why we're trying to change the mindset. We, it, it, is the, it is actually entrepreneurs in the United States who are running the country. Hmm. And we need to take, we, we as entrepreneurs, every single Zambian, and wherever it is that you are, you need to have enough power. Okay? So when it comes to affiliation, yes, we've had it. And for me, politics is, is uh, politicians come and go. Politicians will come today and they'll go tomorrow. Politicians are, 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 in, are in government for 10 years. This, my Zambia, my responsibility, is bigger than politics. It's way, way bigger than politics. Politicians mm. have to be, it, in fact, my Zambia, my responsibility, the politicians have to be a part of, of my Zambia, my responsibility. Because they also That's need nice. to take responsibility for country. Because as much as they are entitled, they are also responsible for what the That's resources that they, that they handle. As much as they are entitled, they are also responsible. So within the little sphere of time that they have, they have to think about the country. And that, that is why we're trying to change the mindset to say, politics is, is too small. We need to think outside the box. We need to come out of these little, little boxes and say, where are we going as Zambia in the next 100 years? That is, that is what this uh, discussion is all about. What are we going to do as Zambians? Outside, there will be, be a lot of political parties that will, will be in government and they will leave. And they have been there. I was there in the times of UNIP. You, mm -hmm. you can imagine the kind of mindset that we have is where we're saying, okay, uh, we are, let's, vote in, let's vote out this one, let's vote in this one. Okay, fine. I agree with that. We're going to do that. It's also your responsibility to choose the right leaders. But if you as an individual and as a citizen of Zambia is waiting for the, new, for the right government to come to suit you, you'll be waiting until you die. You need time to be waiting for, 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 for the, in the, in the first regime, waiting for the second regime, third regime. So if you're still waiting, how long are you going to wait? People have died. So what we're trying to say is you as a Zambian citizen are responsible for, your, for yourself and your generation. Not even your mother is responsible for your life. Mm. You are responsible for your generation. And your, your, your responsibility starts today in small, small things and in big, big things, in values and in just big investments. Important, important thing. Mobilization. What is the mobilization strategy considering the vastness of the country, 10 provinces, and the population, of course, has increased? You're also talking about, and our focus on this discussion is going to be, of course, the diaspora community. That's why part of the reason we are doing this 
was to bring awareness to the diaspora community to get involved in this thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mobilization strategy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like I had said earlier, we're working with a Zambian movement called Africa Directions. It's very big here in Zambia. They're making a lot of impact. They've been empowering a lot of Zambians. Uh, and we've partnered with them because, they, we, we, like we said, moving forward, nobody should try to reinvent the wheel. My Zambia, my responsibility is, them, is not them and us. It's Nathan. Mm. It's you. How, how do you, Nathan, come into this space and own your space and help the country? So I might be the founder as Tomalombe, and, and I, have, I might have people who are working in the administration, but we're just there to ensure that it goes in the direction that we want it to go. So um, we're working with Africa Directions, and, uh, and we're going to, we have a target of 100, to form 100,000 cooperatives of 30 members each. And, and, that, and, and we, they already have people in, in all the different um, uh, provinces, uh, and we'll, we'll be going province by province, and we hope by December, it's going to be a lot of work, uh, we will have achieved the 100,000. Because the 100,000 will get us um, 300, maybe 300,000 jobs mm-hmm. if, we do, if we do everything right. Because I know there are a lot of people who, the, the, the kind of mindset that we have as Zambians is, okay, I need to get employment. Okay? Yeah, so what happens if you don't get employment? Right? So you as a Zambian have the capacity to be able to be an employer. It doesn't matter what level you are at. You have the capacity. I have, done, I have been doing uh, fashion and catwalk all over the world. I've done Rome Fashion Week. I've done, I've, done, um, I've done Paris. I've been invited by kings and queens in Malaysia. I've, I've done all that with a trade that I have, I'm not qualified for. I was, mm. I've been invited by presidents of nations. Okay, to represent the country as a designer, and I'm not even uh, trained to do that. So that's why uh, I, I always tell people, I, I don't like encouraging people to work because I don't believe you need to encourage people to work because people need to be self-encouraged. And you can only be self-encouraged when you're following what you're created to do. So, so it is not about whether you're qualified or you're not qualified. Qualification is very important. That's why I keep going to school. It is very important because you need to be able to uh, associate globally but then you need to start from where you are. What is it that you're passionate about? Who else is passionate about whatever it is with you? Find 10, 30 people, because on your own, you're not going to make it. On your own, you're not going to break through. Find 30 people. Let's work together. We're going to train you. We're going to capaci- give you capacity. We're going to give you skills training. And, and you start running your organization. A lot of organizations have just uh, big organizations are just run by a minimum of 30 people. And you're able to do it. You're able to do it. There's nobody who, who, has, who, who can't do it. And we're going to start it first in Zambia, and it's going to happen. Okay, everybody, there's the challenge. We have to participate in this and get involved. Uh, the time for talking and looking for employment is over, Roger. So we need to step up. We have a challenge here, everybody. And we are not going to be... The language of saying... Uh, government now, you know, the challenge is over, ladies and gentlemen. We have a challenge here, okay? Roger? Yes, uh, Nathan. Um, hello, uh, Madam Chisoma. No, no one has done what hello, you have done you? on our radio. I'm good, thank you. No one has done what oh, you have yeah. done. Be live on Facebook while you're talking to us on radio. 
<laughs> yeah. So this is a kind of uh, a step up. Um, I have a lot of things to say, but I'm, I'm probably not going to say it uh, because of lack of uh, lack of time. Did you have a chance to watch uh, the launch of uh, after yesterday uh, in in Addis Ababa? Was it Addis Ababa? No, it was on Zoom. What, what what launch was it? Sorry. The launch of the Africa uh, Continental Free Trade Area. No, I've I've just heard a lot of uh, 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 about it and the opportunities that are there as Africa, and uh, I want okay. I want to, I want to just ask more about that. Yeah, I know there's a lot okay, of uh, okay. investment opportunities. I, I, I really that, you know yeah. because of yeah because of your networks and what you you are doing. You, we are going to really need, uh, need to help you. We don't know why our country yeah. is lagging behind on this uh, 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 agri- agreement. Uh, Madam mm. Soma, my, my objective for 2021, as you were talking about, about um, uh, cooperatives, I want to start producing one million chickens per month uh, in Zambia. I don't know if I'll do it or if it's just yeah. one of those of my dreams. Uh, but so I'm with you. I'm trying to 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 agree with, with you. My our wealth, Madam Tsema, Mujusoma, is mainly in land. But land in Zambia is management is so disorganized. You want to buy one acre, you you are not sure how many people own that, that land. Are you? Okay, is there I'm, a way I'm, I'm we can that. work on some? Yeah, we can work on some database, which assures me here in diaspora, if I log in, this land is free of any encumbrance. There is no, no problem. That is my question, number one. Number two, because Nathan is not going to allow me to ask you another question. Number two, <laughs> one of the programs I watched yesterday, Madam Soma, you were talking about the trade yeah. Zambia does with Congo. And yet when you go to Kasumbalesa, it is a militarized zone. 2021 and the Africa uh, uh, continental free trade area, what can we start to do to open up our border with our biggest trading partner, Congo? Go ahead, Madam Tsoma. Yes, in fact, when you talk about Congo, I, I, I guess because um, most of the questions that you've asked, I'm going to answer them through what the incentives that ZDA have. And, and I want, I, 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 although I'm part of ZDA, for me, uh, I would like your investments to be safe. And they're going to mm-hmm. only be safe if you go through ZDA, and I'll explain why. So when it comes to Congo, I just want to explain a little bit. Uh, Zambia is the only country in the world that has eight neighbors, by the way. Okay, so it has about 250 million people, and that on its own is a market, and one of the biggest markets is, is Congo. In 2019, yes. last uh, the other year, we're now in 2021. In 2019, we had more exports going to Congo compared to, to China and Switzerland, wow. and that was just through cross-border tra- trading. Okay. Even though, as much, even though we have only done 4% exports as Zambia. Now imagine if we all got together and created a system and supplied our 250 million people 
who are our neighbors. You don't even need to supply to 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 to, to other countries. Just the neighboring countries are enough. Now you can imagine that South Africa has taken taken uh, uh, advantage of that, and other countries in the southern region, and are going through our Zambian road, and are going to Congo, while us Zambians are complaining day in day out. So. There is, yes, there are challenges, like everywhere else, there are going to be challenges when it comes to the military that you're talking about. But at the end of the, of the day, we're, we're trying to say, let, you have to fight it out. You have to fight it out. Others are doing it. Most of the exports to Congo, most of the exports for the whole country in 2019 were to Congo. People managed. So you have to go and create your, your case. And it may take long, but you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to partner with people until you do it. So it's not, there's no question of, of, of saying it's not possible. Everything is possible. And let me, with your question, maybe I should go quickly. Uh, I know people are going to ask me questions. Let me go quickly uh, to ZDA. Um, so um, I am the vice board chairperson of ZDA, and it is such an exciting organization at such a time as this. So now, I also know. ZDA um, operates in, in five sectors. They operate in agriculture, they operate in, man, in the manufacturing sector, they operate in the tourism sector, and they operate in the infrastru infrastructure sector, and they oper operate also in the energy sector. Okay? So, um, The threshold for you as a person, so I'm talking to the person who is in the diaspora. Threshold. Um, effective 1st January 2021, effective yesterday, the threshold for investment has, be, has reduced from 500,000 US dollars to 100,000 US dollars. So when you are in the diaspora and you want to invest in any of these sectors that I've mentioned, you can, you can enjoy the incentives of the Zambia Development Agency. If you have an investment that is a hundred thousand US dollars, and a hundred thousand is inclusive of, of machinery and all that and all that, and hundred thousand is very very little compared to the five hundred thousand dollars. This is the time actually, and the opportunity. You people are able to get uh, cheap money from the US. Yeah, I think. So this is an opportunity for you to invest back home. And uh, what are the incentives? So, so, so what is it in it? What is the need for you as, as, as an investor, as a Zambian investor? Why should you register with ZDA? Why should you come through ZDA? It is because ZDA is, is like a big brother. If you look at ZDA as a big brother. So the, the big brother is there to facilitate everything for you. So if you're looking for land, by the way, one of, one of the facts you need to know is that 58% of Zambia's land is arable, and only 14% is utilized. Okay, and 20% uh, of agriculture contributes to the, to the GDP of Zambia. So if you want to invest uh, uh, as, as a Zambian, you only come in with $100,000 inclusive of all your capital investment and equipment and all that and all that. So why should you invest with ZDA? The reason you invest with ZDA is, is when it comes to the Cisco, the Cisco is, is, is what are the benefits in terms of finance. In terms of finance, the, the benefits are that you, you, you have what you call accelerated depreciation. 
for your capital expenditure. What is accelerated? There are about four, 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 four incentives that you benefit. One of them, accelerated depreciation for capital expenditure, is such that uh, if you have cap if you're bringing in capital expenditure, remember you depreciate your your your, your, your equipment, isn't it? So five years of depreciation can be deducted from your first year of investment so that you pay less tax. So you have that incentive. So you pay less, because we used to have uh, tax-free incentives, but we don't have those anymore. But this is as, as good as a tax-free incentive where you get all your depreciation for five years, your future depreciation, and deduct it from the first year of operation. That is a great tax incentive. So, and the other thing is you have 0% import duty. So in everything that you're bringing, whether it's machinery, whether it's supplies, you have 0% duty when you register with ZDA. And the, the other thing is, is that um, um, you also have corporate tax. You only pay 10% of corporate tax compared to 35% that everybody else will pay. Right? And, well, no. uh, Um, so when you're bringing in your goods, when you're bringing in your goods, hang on, hang on, let me let me just let me just get this. Okay, I'll indicate for how long. I'll indicate for how long. Yeah, Nathan. Okay. So some no of the problem. questions just, yeah. just keep them for me. Yeah. Okay. So just keep them for me. But this is what you get. You get you get a ten percent corporate tax. You get 0% mm -hmm. import tax. You get uh, um, and 0% also if you're, if, you're bring, if you're building infrastructure in the country of Zambia. Your, your machinery is going to be 0% import free. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so basically, that is what you get. And what is it that, uh, what, what are the, the, uh, the opportunities that you have? So under agriculture, production and processing of crops for local export local and, and for local and export and also the other thing that ZDA does it facilitates uh, uh, for, for your exports if you want to be an exporter we facilitate in fact there's even a fund an export fund under ZDA that will help you to, with your exports and there's also non-fiscal benefits like I said uh, ZDA is like a big brother to you so if you want to come in and buy land and you're going to come in through ZDA and you, you need to deal with the chief ZDA is the only organization that has a mandate to deal with the chief on your behalf. So you'll be sitting okay. out there in the UK, in the US, in China, and we will, ZDA will, will facilitate the land for you, will speak to their chief, will also facilitate uh, uh, for you on behalf of uh, other uh, ministries that you have. So because of the facilitation, it gives you the security uh, to, 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 to invest, and at least you are assured that, uh, that that your investment is credible because we because 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 of, of what uh, ZDA represents. Okay. And also ZDA provides international and national market linkages. Apart from also helping you with an export fund, it also provides international and national linkages. Remember, we also have the mandate of the of the treaties uh, with our, our neighboring countries. We have them, and we know what the neighboring countries want, uh, want and we will facilitate. In, in terms of your export. Yeah. No, okay. Chisoma, let me ask you this. Have you in your you've mentioned you used the phrase register with ZDA. 
How does that happen? Yes. What, do, what do I need to do? I'm in Canada, I'm in the U.S., I'm in the U.K., I'm in Australia. What do I need to do to register? Because I remember ZDA used so to I'm have that. I'm going to give you... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if I can give it here. Um, I want to give you um, the contact yes. person at, at ZDA, but you can also just go to the website. What I'll do at the end of the program, because Amata is streaming live, I'm going to give you the contact details uh, for, for, for registration. There's a website also um, for ZDA that you can go to. But I'd, I've already spoken to someone who I'd like to, to be the contact person because we want this to, to actually work. So this contact yes. person will... will um, so let, me, let me give you the... Am I, are you going to get me, uh, Nathan? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Hello? Yes, we're going to write. Yes. Yeah. So, so you, can, you can contact uh, Teresa C. Chula. Uh, she, she's one of the directors at ZDA. And her number is plus two six zero nine seven 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 nine two four eight nine seven nine two four eight nine eight nine. Okay. Yes. Yes. You see, so, I'm so, glad you've done that because that's the piece that has been missing in this. We were aware before that okay. there used to be a, a person who was dealing with the diaspora at ZDA, but I don't know whether that was phased out or it was just a break in communication. Um, it wasn't phased out. I think, um, you know, people have come and gone and come and gone. A lot of, a lot of time systems break. And then new people come in, but this mm-hmm. uh, this communi- uh, this contact is a contact that you need to use uh, for those that are listening in. And there's so much so much opportunity. By the way, also ZRA. If you go to the ZRA website, there are so many um, there are so many uh, goods that are actually zero rated. For instance, cigarettes. There's so many that people don't know, uh, but they don't know because they don't research. Maybe they don't mm-hmm. know where to go. But you see, it's our responsibility to research. So there's so many, so many products that are zero, zero rated when it comes to import tax. Excellent. So everybody listening, the website is zda.org.zm. You can go there, and uh, the contact person that has been given is Teresa Sichula. Is that right? No, Chula. Chula, C-H-U-U-L-A. Oh, okay. Not Sichula, Chula. Teresa Chula, 260 Nine seven 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 nine two four eight nine. I'm sure you cannot pick the number when you listen to the recording of this podcast. Uh, the purpose and the idea here is for us to, like, like Chisoma said, the way forward. Okay, what is the way forward? We've learned about Africa directions, uh, mobilizations of a hundred thousand cooperatives for people to be in groups of their specialization and to come up and to begin to make investments. We need to make some direction, some headway here and uh, begin to, to move forward and, and see what we can do. Uh, but Yama, just because you connected the Chisoma doesn't mean you can't make a comment or question. Do you have a question for her? Question for her? 
the only comment I have, uh, thank you for bringing it to Soma, and thank you to Soma for uh, a lot of information. Uh, you, you really challenged me about uh, South Africa and going through uh, Zambia, and wow, Zambia is just watching. Uh, that's uh, that's a, that's. Uh, uh, I never even thought of that, you know. But uh, thank you to Soma, and thank you Yama for bringing uh, for uh, beginning the year with that kind of information. Excellent. Yeah, we we needed to start strong. We needed to start strong. To Soma, there are a lot of people listening. Our network is. We can't even probably say what it is. Twelve years doing this work and connecting and interacting with the Zambia diaspora community and the homeland African diaspora community. Uh, these cooperatives that you're talking about, there's somebody listening and they say, how do we get started with this? Uh, I'm living in Australia or Japan. How do, I, how do we start as people in the diaspora? You know, the first thing that we need to do is um, let people uh, give you the contact details, Nathan, because I don't mm-hmm. know who's, who's connected with you. Yes, I don't know who's connected with you, but let people, uh, let people also follow us. My Zambia, my responsibility page uh, on Facebook, and, it, and it's the same, my Zambia, my responsibility on Instagram and all that and all that. But what I want us to do to, in order to make progress, because this is not about talk. I think we've talked enough. It's about yes, actually we've talked too much. Mm-hmm. About it. And it's about doing something tomorrow and not in the future. You know, there are certain things that are already ready that we, we can start on. And um, we're going to create a, a group, grouping of people who will be able to invest in these different cooperatives. So, so uh, we're going to share them, and we're also going to, to share the, the the fields in which we're going to we're going to work. Mm-hmm. So let everybody who is interested in these cooperatives please drop their email, drop their their numbers, and we will they, they will form a part of the database that we need to, to make and create. Okay. And also, my Zambia my responsibility is not about Soma or Africa directions. My Zambia my responsibility is for you, for instance, who is in Australia. Maybe you have an idea about something. This is a platform for you. Because what we're trying to say is, what is it that you have that you can bring in this space? It is a space for you. It is a space for you to explore. We'll connect you to the right people because we can't work in silos. There are so many other connections that we have. We'll connect you to ZDA. We'll connect you to Zambia Cooperative Federation. We'll connect you to all the uh, empowerment programs that we have in, in the country as my Zambia, my responsibility. So take your space and own the space. It is no longer about them and that. It is about me. What am I going to bring to the table? It, as, as much as it's my responsibility, it's also your responsibility. So take your mm-hmm. place and please order tickets. All of you need to be looking like me. Important. We have a lot of things to unpack here. Part of what you are doing, part of what my Zambia, my responsibility is doing, is you have collaborations with the TV stations in Zambia, radio stations, you can include us on that list. Yes. Uh, what criteria are you using uh, when you have these interviews or discussions, the guests that you are bringing on these talk shows of, of Zambia, my responsibility? What criteria are you using when you bring guests to your shows? So, so the reason why we have a, a, a talk show about my, hmm. Zambia, my responsibility is to try and make people see that whatever it is that you complain about, another person has done it and they have succeeded. That is the kind of mindset change that we're trying to do. 
because we, we are people who don't know, but I can't. I, you know, there's so much uh, explanation. And, and the people that we bring are people who have even gone through challenges in attaining what they want to attain. But they've stuck to it, and they've been able to succeed because it is not possible for you to start something, focus on it, and, and be consistent and fail. Problems have mm. to be there for you, to, for you to, to move from one level to the next. So I am co-hosting a TV program called My Zambia, My Responsibility with Customers on Diamond TV. And I've also been doing a lot of, uh, of radio interviews. And that is the main focus. The main focus is just to demonstrate. To okay. demonstrate and we're bringing in people who have been able to demonstrate. Yeah, it's important to have uh, practical examples and testimonials of uh, uh, what needs to be done. Um, wh- wh- what are we looking at here in terms of 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now? So when it comes to job creation, um, you see, so, so, so this is, this is the, the thought process. The thought process is if we're able to create 4 million jobs, okay, I don't know if you know this, but only 10% of the, of the working population in Zambia is in the formal sector. Only 10%. So you can imagine that 10% is where the government is getting taxed and all that and all that. So the, 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 where, where we need to go as Zambia is to make sure that the informal sector are formalized. Mm-hmm. Because only then can, 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 can there be revenue for the country. Because you can't, you can't draw water from, from, from a cup where there's no water. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so how, do we, how do we convert the informal sector and formalize them and be able to have them in the system that they're able to even pay taxes and they're able to contribute to the country and we're able to measure them? Because most of these GDPs that we talk about and how Zambia has low GDP and all that, it's because we're not able to measure. So the one thing that we've been talking about is creating a system. A system is what is missing. To link everybody, all of us. For instance, if a marketeer at the market is selling vegetables, how can I link this marketeer to make them an exporter? So you have to create a system where, they, uh, where they, you create a market for them or a trade center. They go and deliver those goods. And you have uh, transporters. And you, uh, right there you have people who are value, value, adding value to those vegetables. And then you have transporters who transport to Congo. We already have treaties. We have everything. We have everything as a country. I am telling you, it is, it is very disheartening. Everything is in place. The only thing we don't have is a system that connects all of us. Once a system that connects all of us is in place, we're, we're, within a year, we'll be a totally different country. I like that. System that connects us. I'll repeat this question, yes. Jusoma. As a diaspora... Yes who wants to get involved in this, I'm repeating the question. Walk us through the steps, what we need to do. Um, so for those who want to invest, uh, to do big investments through ZDA, please get money and bring it to Zambia, okay? And <laughs> I like that. ZDA, yes, it's cheap money, cheaper money than borrowing from here. And invest back home. There's so much. There's so much that that uh, that that is at stake. Like I, I had mentioned, for instance, especially in agriculture, there's so much potential in agriculture. Fifty-eight percent of Zambia's land is arable. Can, do you know that other countries are actually fighting for the one percent arable land? We have fifty-eight, and we've only utilized fourteen percent. Okay, and this is this amounts to to twenty percent of the GDP. So so through ZDA, because I'd like you people to be safe. 
through ZBA, you should be able to, to, to communicate with them, get the land, come together, even as people in the diaspora, do it together. If you're not able mm. to do it individually, do it together, invest back home, and, 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 and just get employers who work on, on, on and, and be accountable to you. It's safer. I know a lot of people have lost money by, by using relatives and all that and all that, but um, if you're going to borrow, um, you better um, just invest, write proposals together, and invest back home. And when it comes to the, to the like I mentioned, um, uh, with the cooperatives, I'm going to share the information, mm-hmm. and I'll share it within, um, within the groupings. Once we create, we've created the groupings, we'll be able to, to direct people where they need to go and what, what cooperatives are already there and what the cooperatives are dealing in. And you, people in the diaspora, can also be helping skills training if you are part of a certain cooperative. Okay. Okay. I have a question here from, I think I can mention the name. It's fine. As we close, um, the trust factor and how are you addressing it from judicial system to having like-minded organizations? This is from Frida Brazo. Did that I don't make get sense? It? Uh, she says, no, please no, no. ask about the trust factor. You know, we have issues with trust factors, the people. Uh-huh. And how are you addressing yes, it? Yes, yes. So when it comes to the trust, to the trust factor, that's why I haven't, I haven't, I don't want anyone to be connected to individuals. Mm-hmm. We want. That's why we're trying to create systems because it is only through systems that we're going to be able to, to move forward. That's why we, I've, I've introduced ZDA because it is, a, it's an organization that is suable. Okay. It's an organization that has a track record. It's, a, it's, it's an agency of the government that can be trusted, and it has the mandate to do mm. what it's, it's, not, it's, it's their mandate. It's their mandate to talk to chiefs. It's their mandate to talk, to talk to ministries on your behalf. That is what they're there for, in case you didn't know. So, mm. so when it comes to trust issues, it's, 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 this, it's, it's, we're now talking about uh, governance issues, and they have a governance system in place. Mm. Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our first show for 2021. Our guest was Chisoma Lombe. She's the founder of My Zambia Responsibility. Chisoma, we are going to be doing a lot of things together, and this is only that. Thank you for taking the time. Oh, definitely, I'm going to be Thank to you. stay in touch. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks Happy for having New Year. me. We Happy are so New Year. glad that you took Happy New Year to you. Everybody, that was our show, and we are going to start on a high note. Like, there's going to be a lot of things that we'll be doing. Let's go call back for open forum uh, with my friend Roger in Canada. Because-